What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy. Thanks for being with us this week for another new episode as we rapidly approach not only the end of season two of Miss Into Podcast. We're also rapidly approaching episode number 100, and we're also rapidly approaching the 20th anniversary of Kelly Clarkson's win on American Idol, the show that launched her career, and we've got some big plans for the 100th episode that we are very excited about. Uh, That'll be coming, uh, gosh, Pam, it's next week. Oh my gosh. It's next week because the 20th anniversary of Kelly winning Idol it's going to be happening on September 4th, if you're listening in real time. Yeah. So absolutely crazy. I'm excited. I really hope that like she puts out a video, a tweet, a something yeah. to just acknowledge it. I think it would be very cute and very full circle. She has done it in the past on a couple of different anniversaries, but this is obviously an extremely special one. Yeah, and we don't know yet whether she's going to acknowledge it at all on the Kelly Clarkson show. Um, at this point, they're they're back filming episodes. And speaking of being back filming, Pam, you went to one of the New York Premiere Week tapings of the Kelly Clarkson show. I did. I did. So um, I'm not going to say who the guests are because by the time that this episode comes out, the Kelly Clarkson show episode will not be out yet. So I don't know if I want to ruin anything just yet. But let's backtrack a little bit. So Kelly was in New York for a couple days. She um, did two days of filming. How it works is they do four different episodes. Uh, well, actually, they did five episodes. So Monday, they have a morning and an afternoon. Tuesday, they have a morning and an afternoon. Now, for each of those afternoon shows, they also do half episodes. So they can kind of get that fifth episode in. So I went to Tuesday morning's episode. Um, but prior to that, on Saturday and Sunday, um, they were doing rehearsals and they were doing um, field pieces. So basically, they go out into the street, the public, wherever they are, on location, so to speak, and they film segments. So if you follow us on Instagram, you definitely saw you or not, you may have not seen it. You might have seen my little recap of my Sunday, but if you didn't see it, I will do an abridged version right now. So, a couple friends and I who were going to the taping had to get COVID tested. So we were in New York City. We had to get COVID tested at a specific specific place, and it took a while. Afterwards, we were going to go. We went up to Rockefeller Center. We knew that this Kellyoke bus thing was going to be there. We didn't really know what to expect. I wouldn't even know if anyone's going to be there. I just wanted to look at it, take a couple pictures, kind of just assess the area. And then there's a winery in the middle of Rockefeller Center, and I was we were just going to go go grab some drinks. That was pretty much what we had <laughs> planned for the afternoon. Um, I'd been there for about five minutes or so, and I'm just kind of looking around, taking some photos of the bus. And a woman at NBC comes up. There, you know, there are a lot of people at NBC, a lot of uh, production people there, trying to get people on the street involved. And hey, are you a Kelly fan? Hey, do you sing? And they're trying to get people to get on this bus. So I had a woman ask me if I'm a Kelly Clarkson fan. I'm like, well, yes, I have a podcast about her. And she's like, well, you may want to get in line. I'm like, ma'am, I don't, I don't sing. Like, I'm really not a good singer. 
She's like, <laughs> no, ma'am. You may want to get in line. I'm like, all right, I'll get in line. So me and Rob and our friend Michelle, we got in line. It was actually a pretty long line, so we were just kind of waiting around. And um, I saw some of the band. I, you know, said very brief hello to Jason. Um, and we're just kind of hanging around waiting. And uh, eventually, within a couple minutes, Kelly ended up coming out. And uh, before Kelly came out, though, there was a little funny moment when Jason, Jason and Jocko, um, came up to me. They were there because they ended up singing with some of the Kellyoke participants, the people who were actually good. Um, right. So they were just kind of hang- hanging around with a bunch of crew and a bunch of NBC people. But they ended up coming up to me, Michelle and Rob. And Jason comes up to me. He's like, hey, we're going to play you a, a, a song. It's by Smash Mouth. Do you guys know it? And they start, you know, Jocko starts strumming his guitar. And I'm like it has to be all-star. I'm like, somebody once told me. And we're all just singing all-star. <laughs> it was the most random thing ever. And a bunch of us are just kind of singing it really loudly. And then we stopped. And that was that. Um, it was really random and really fun. Okay. Then Kelly comes out. And she, I had a bunch, bunch of people ask me, hey, did you meet her? Did you talk to her? I did not. I was not going to be that person who was like screaming her name, trying to get her attention. That is not. I don't know. I, I've I've seen a screen capture of, of me. You near of like five feet away from Kelly, and you appear to be screaming. Yeah, because they were filming and they wanted everyone to be like Kelly, Kelly, and like oh, riled up. Okay, there was a lot of cameras. I was all over NBC Four News, like in New York. Yeah, you were. So they really were trying to because they were filming a lot of segments for the show for promotion. Um, a bunch of interviews. So they were getting the crowd riled up, but I was not going to be that person to single-headedly be like, Kelly, can I have a photo? Like, I am not that person. Um, She was there doing interviews, doing segments, filming. She was there for business, there for work. And I wanted to respect that. So yeah, if you did, if you happen to see any clips of me just like watching or screaming her name, it's because we all were. Um, I just happened to be the one on screen, of course, but, uh, it was cool. It was really nice. Um, just kind of seeing her in the flesh. It's always nice. And now it's been a year for me since I last saw the Kelly Clarkson show. So it was really cool to be able to see her, especially when I had, there was, to my knowledge, I had no idea that she was going to be there. I genuinely went to just show up, look at this pop-up event and peace out and yeah i think you actually texted me and you said something to the effect of holy cow kelly's here i my mind was blown um so we hung around for a while just watching her i know it sounds weird but like there were a lot of us just kind of watching her get interviewed watching her do the segments it was just very interesting to kind of be on the sidelines and watching while also waiting for the kellyoke thing we eventually did the kellyoke bus it was fun we uh we sang since you've been gone got our makeup done it was cute. I'm not <laughs> posting it. Apparently, you can't even – I didn't watch the video because I think it's too cringe, but you can't even really hear us, so I'm not going to post it. But if it if you do live in the New York – well, I guess it's over by now, but New York, LA, Chicago, and Dallas? I think it's Dallas. Um, check out the pop-up if you're in the area. Even if Kelly's not there, it's still really fun, and uh, you may get some Kelly Clarkson show swag. Just saying, which we may or may not be doing a giveaway for. So keep keep locked to our social media. Um, So that was my Sunday. But now going to Tuesday for the actual filming. So I had the Tuesday morning um, segment and I went with a couple of friends and um, we 
got there. We got in line. They bring you up to the lobby. We kind of just sat wherever they told us to sit. And there was no, by the way, uh, there was no uh, getting cut off no, in the line oh my this gosh. time around. You get there, you get there good and early. We were the first people there. I think check in started. <laughs> I check in started eight forty five. I got there at seven thirty. So I because nice. last year for anyone who's new or may have forgotten. I'd gotten there too late for the morning and I didn't get in, but they felt bad. So they put me in the afternoon show. But this time I made it for the morning show and it was wonderful. So, yeah, uh, cool story is I met a couple of the band and the crew um, on, you know, it was very awesome and kind of a little little sporadic. And um, one of the people who is a audio engineer and a mixing engineer for the Kelly Clarkson show who also worked on uh, the Kellyoke EP. His name is Robert. Um, I got to meet him. We were chatting. He is really nice, really awesome dude, um, and really enthusiastic about working with Kelly and being a part of the team. And we are going to have him on the podcast uh, sometime in the near future. We're, we're working on coordinating um, with him to get him on. But I literally I met him there, and I kind of just flat out asked him, hey, would you have any interest? And he's like, absolutely. So – Stick around for that. That was fun. Yes. And that was all before the taping even started. Um, get into the studio. They sit us in the front row right behind the cameras. Very awesome view. We were blocked at times by the cameras, but that's okay. We I still saw plenty of Kelly. And um, before the show started, um, I was talking with Kyle, Kyle Whalen, who we just had on the podcast. I had been speaking to him on Instagram and just let him know I was going to be there and if an opportunity to say, hey, came up, then I would love to. But if not, like, I totally get it. And he came up and we were chatting and uh, I told him I just bought a Fitbit because we were talking about running in our episode. <laughs> yeah. I, bought, I just bought a Fitbit. I still can't run, but you got to start somewhere. <laughs> and then um, Jason came up while we were talking. He's like, you know, I didn't recognize you on Sunday during the Smash Mouth thing. I didn't recognize you from Zoom. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, you didn't recognize it. You just came up to me randomly on Sunday and just asked me to start singing, but you didn't put two and two together that I was the girl from the podcast. And he's like, nah, man, I didn't do, I didn't realize that. So I thought that was really funny. But um, That's he apparently funny. has a video of the Smash Mouth thing. I want to see it, but he got in trouble from NBC because the song wasn't like cleared apparently. But I'm like, we were on the sidewalk, <laughs> like there wasn't professional filming happening in front of us, but. I'm like, I kind of want to see this. So I have no idea if I'm ever going to see this Smash Mouth video. That I I would post that because that's just funny. Um, we'll, we'll have to reach out uh, through our, our back channels and see if uh, if Jason will share yeah, it with us. Yeah, because I think it was so funny. But um, I don't want to get anyone in, anyone in trouble. So Of course not. not. But yeah, I was, I was catching up with the two of them. Kyle was like, where's Jeremy? I'm like, he's in Iowa. Sadly, not in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I tried getting him out here, but he couldn't make it. Um, I know I'm so I'm so bummed that I couldn't go that and especially considering ultimately the experience that you ended up yeah, having I know uh, it, it looks like I missed well, out. next year you're gonna not be so busy end of August we're mid-August I know it's just not it's not a good time but we will try to put that on your calendar in advance but um yeah for real long story short so yeah I saw Kyle and Jason they were so sweet we didn't speak very long because they're busy they had to get to their doing their thing but it was so lovely of them to come up and just say hi to me they did not have to do that, so uh, shout out to them for that. Um, saw the taping. I will elaborate more. I mean, by now people may know who it was, but I don't want to spoil anything just in case. But sure. um, they ended up doing the episode entirely back, like entirely 
like backwards. So they did what I'm liking first, and then, then they did all the segments, and they finished off with Kellyoki. Well, by the time she had to start Kellyoki, she said, I really have to pee, guys. But she couldn't just like go out and pee <laughs> because she's all mic'd up, and it's a whole ordeal to unmic her and then remic her. So she's like, all right, I'll go after the, the Kellyoki. Well, she messed up the Kellyoki so many times. She did it seven times. Oh, my gosh. Seven times. She, I have never heard her curse more. <laughs> she was dropping F-bombs left and right. She was so uncomfortable. She kept being like, I hope I don't get a UTI. And I'm like, I hope you don't do you don't get one either. Okay. Now, so I have to ask, like, was it a, oh, you know, kind of playful, angry cursing? Or was she getting, like, did you legitimately see an angry Kelly Clarkson? No, it was more playful. It was more like, fuck my life. You know, like, like oh, God, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. Um and like dropping all this stuff, like expletive left and right. And uh, it was definitely more playful, but I felt so bad for her. Like we all, everyone yeah. in the audience was like, come on, Kelly, pull through. And the only reason why she kept messing up was because it was a pop R&B song, but the lyrics were very fast and not on like the normal tempo. So she kept missing the beat. And I can't blame her for it because it's just a very, the original song is just a little bit of a funky arrangement when it comes to the lyrics. So she eventually got it, and then as soon as it was over, she took her shoes off. They unmiked her, and she's like, "I'm sorry, guys, bye," and just stormed out. <laughs> but no one could be mad at her because, like, you felt no. you felt her pain. Um, We've all we been there. All been there. It sucks. Um, so yeah, it was so fun. And um, after the show, um, where they like they're like, "All right, this row, please get up and leave." And then I see Kyle. I don't know. He's like, "Hey, Pam, Pam." I'm like. Hey, hey, Kyle. He's like, hey, can we get a photo? I'm like, yeah, I would love to get a photo. Um, he's like, I don't want to get in trouble with the like one iota people. I'm like, Kyle, you basically run the show. He's like, no, I yeah. don't. Um, and any like anybody who is down on that yeah. stage in any way, shape, or form has the right to call out an audience member to do whatever they exactly. want. Exactly. Anyway, so um, yeah, so we were well, we ended up walking into the lobby where I met Robert earlier. And, um, yeah, we had just, you know, we were, I was talking, I was like, oh my gosh, like that must've been really difficult, but you guys killed it. Like, he's like, yeah, we have to stay calm in those situations when like Kelly, you know, if there's an issue with the song, we have to stay calm and just, we don't want her, you know, getting more frustrated. Well, you know, if a lot, yep, gotta, gotta stay exactly. professional. And I was like, you guys did it great. And, you know, Jesse really helped her out and really took a, a lead on one of the sections she was having trouble with. And if I didn't tell you guys this, no one would know, but they did an incredible job. The band's solid. Um, and that was my time at the show. They're all sweethearts and they're very professional. And I had a really good time. And I will – I don't know if anyone has any questions. I, I don't know if I was vague there. But if anyone has any questions, I can try to answer them. So let me know. I think my episode is airing – according to the call sheet that I saw just from sitting in my seat, it airs on S September 14th. So we okay. still have a couple weeks until this comes out so right um yeah so and and also and if you have a question for pam and the question is what was the kellyoke uh we're, we'll we'll let the show reveal that she'll she'll keep that close to the vest yeah i'm ex i'm excited to hear it yeah so that was my time at the kelly clarkson show and uh it was a lot of fun especially because i don't really live near la so it's always fun when it's in my backyard and it's uh, a it's a good afternoon or a good morning. So um, I'm very grateful that they decided to come this way and I hope they keep doing it.
every August I will mark off my day of work and uh, go hang out with uh, my band, y'all. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. I'm very excited. But today we decided we would take a little trip down memory lane and revisit Kelly's American Idol performances, which we definitely spoke about a bit. Um, one of our very first episodes, which, gosh, that was like two years ago almost. Was it the first episode? I mean, we, we sort of talked about the, the idol win on the first it? episode. It might have been one. Oh, my Pam, God. Pam, when you get to 100 episodes, it's a little hard to keep all of the different topics straight. We didn't we didn't know we were going to. Totally we didn't know is. that we were going to be able to actually have 100 episodes of content in us. But here we are and we're still <laughs> chugging along. How about it? How about it? But I feel like we didn't get, you know, too crazy into the performances. I think we, we just were like. Yeah, she performed this. Yeah. I mean, if someone's listened to that episode more recently than we have, correct me if I'm wrong. But we're going to talk a little bit more about them today. Not too crazy, but a little bit, our yeah. opinions. And then at the end, we're going to rank our favorites in order. We have a lot a lot of performances, more than I thought. Yeah, there was more than I remembered, too. And uh, even more performances of certain songs than we thought, specifically uh, turns out she mm-hmm. actually did respect three times on the uh, first season of American Idol, and it was a little difficult to try to rank all three of the performances, especially because not necessarily every single performance is readily available out there. I mean, you got to do some hunting for them. Uh, but either way, we did our best. We we ranked our uh, our preferences of all of Kelly's performances on American Idol, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what Pam's choices are and sharing mine with everyone as well. Yeah. So I feel like the easiest way to do this is to kind of go in chronological order. Sure. And we'll just kind of talk about, you know, season one of Idol and the things that she performed. So the very t- first two performances we're going to talk about are the two songs that Kelly auditioned with. So we've heard over the years that there were multiple auditions it wasn't just one and done yeah and in this case kelly did two auditions she sang two different songs the first one was express yourself by madonna and the second one was at last by etta james now we also don't know exactly which songs she did for like the screeners prior to getting in front of the judges obviously uh we know the judges' performances because those are the ones that ultimately were filmed for air. So we're obviously going to start here. And, and I feel like anything that was done for, you know, an assistant producer or whomever doesn't really matter when it comes to the journey in and of itself. Yeah. So so if you watch the two auditions, it's very clear, I think, that Express Yourself was first because she walks in and she's like, oh, my God, Paula, I'm a huge fan. And she's like introducing herself. And it's clear it's the very first one. Yeah. And I really enjoyed this. I think she sounded so great. And the thing is, though, and I don't know if this is kind of nerves. I don't know if this is just tactics for auditions. But I feel like she played it really safe. Mm-hmm. It was very good, but it was nothing super memorable. And I and I think – I have to back Simon up on this. The only thing that was really memorable was her switching the like spaces with with Randy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And you know, "Express Yourself" is is not probably in my top ten favorite Madonna songs. Um, I thought it was an interesting choice for her to do at an audition as important as this one. Um, but then, of course, when you think about it, this audition is about a year 
year and a half removed from her recording her demo, which we did an entire episode on. And the songs that she chose for her demo were interesting, uh, especially knowing the singer that she is now. It was it, it kind of shouldn't surprise us that she would do Express Yourself of all things. Uh, for an audition, it would have been interesting. I, I'm actually kind of uh, I would ask her this question and she probably doesn't remember, but I would ask her the question of, OK, you have these four songs. I'm, I'm leaving out the the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, you know, you had these four songs that you did on a demo reel that you sort of polished. And yet you went to this audition for a TV show and you had to do these other two songs. Why wouldn't you have done a song that you had already recorded on a demo reel? But nonetheless, we get the uh, two Good versions of these songs. My favorite, and I think you're sort of leaning this way too, is uh, the Etta James tune at last. I mean, I love hearing her sing this song. And I really love that, you know, it was sort of one of the very first things that America got to see of her. Totally. I think at last was just gorgeous. It was super soulful. And I think it really, she hit some no- like good, some really good high notes. And I think it definitely showcased her ability way more than express herself. And honestly, at that point, she was only 20. So you can't fault her too much. She was still kind of a newbie with singing, all things considered, mm-hmm. and probably just didn't realize like what were good and not so good song choices for auditions and for her voice specifically. And that just comes with with time to learn that. And I'm sure she kind of learned that as the competition went on. Yeah. And one thing I want to note, I think it was a, it's a very kind of a cool thing to notice as I was doing the research and watching these performances, she's done a lot of these songs since Idol. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that even though not all the songs maybe were necessarily the best choices, most of them were, but they clearly have all had such an impact on her, whether she thinks, you know, if she, she there's a lot that she's performed on the Kelly Clarkson show, including Express Yourself. It's probably a song she loved it as a kid. Um, and you know, at last I forgot she performed on Idol back in 2015. I'd forgotten all about this and I was watching it last night and it's, I know we mentioned it a couple weeks ago when we were doing our Kelly, our latest Kellyoki episode. It's really nice to see her revisit songs that made her the artist that she is today. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, uh, after we get out of the auditions, uh, everybody gets sent on to Hollywood And there is one performance that Kelly has that we're not including in our list. And that is um, once everybody was brought together, they were all split uh, into the boys and the girls. The girls were all told to sing uh, I Say a Little Prayer by Dionne Warwick. And the guys were given a Stevie Wonder song. So obviously Kelly uh, is part of the performance of I Say a Little Prayer. But she was part of a larger group performance. So she had a few lines that she got up on stage. And I don't even know if these parts of Kelly singing the song even made TV. Um, I obviously haven't watched this particular portion of the series since 20 years ago. Uh, So I don't know if this was even on camera with Kelly singing. So we do know that she sang it there, but then once uh, she is, you know, passed on to the next round. I think there was like 40 or 50 some odd singers that were moved on to the next round. Then each person was given a new song to learn and then they had to perform an acapella. And this is where uh, we hear that Kelly gets uh, two different songs. Uh, She's given first and foremost respect by Aretha Franklin, which is the first 
mention of this song in her idol journey. She's also given Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams. And I I feel like I forgot entirely that Kelly did uh, the whole Save Your Best for Last. And then uh, this is when everybody is sort of separated into their groups and Kelly is given uh, Aretha Franklin's respect. Now, you might remember, or if you don't remember, if you didn't watch Idol as uh, it was airing back 20 years ago, uh, Kelly was put into a group with a couple of other people that end up being in the top 10 with her, including AJ Gill and Justin Guarini. I have zero memory of Hollywood Week respect. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a video of this because like the I feel like the version of respect that we all think of was I don't want to jump the gun too I don't want uh-huh. to jump ahead too quickly but was the semifinals which is what she there was like a piano playing and it's Kelly's hair looks a little crazy yeah and it's like a very like red looking room that's what everyone thinks of that's what I think of at least I have no idea what Hollywood week respect is so I have no comments on this I couldn't find it anywhere yeah I d- I don't know what this is sure Sorry if I'm sorry if I'm a bad fan, guys. (laughs) So save the best for last. I love this performance. I watch it like I'm not going to say often, but I do watch it fairly frequently. I think it's one of her like a fairly strong performance um, from the idol thing that is get always gets lost because it wasn't the main the main top ten performances. But I think she she does a great job there and. I just always find it interesting that Simon explicitly said in that performance that he just did not like her. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, it wasn't great. He said, I did not like her. And I'm like, damn, Simon, <laughs> cut her some slack. Like, she's clearly incredible. Um, and she has done this on the Kelly Clarkson show. So that's another example of a little bit of a full circle moment. Um, and then so that after ho- after Hollywood week, we go into the, the semifinals. And which is they're split up into the different groups, as Jeremy had said before. And this is the big performance of respect that a lot of us know. And she killed it. Um, and she is, has done this so many times since. She did it at the iHeartRadio Festival in 2018. Um, she also cut this track for Ella Enchanted. Which so clearly, like, it was a big staple for her and very early on in her career yeah so i think this is like i think respect is one of the most iconic memorable from um from her i think yeah you're, I, I don't know if that, I, th- I don't know if, i don't know if that's debatable but i think you're right because that was sort of the first song that she came she became very well known for covering um yeah you know th- that was the song that you know sort of got everyone's attention around America and with good reason, because she slays that song every single time she sings it. Um, and of course it is a, a big part of her idol journey. It really kind of was like the introduction for a lot of people mm-hmm. to Kelly, because whether or not they caught an audition or they caught the top, you know, the Hollywood week, you know, there were so many people that it's hard to keep track, but this was really a introduction and like a hello world. I'm Kelly Clarkson. This was really it. And what a what a way to come into this world by nailing an Aretha Franklin song. That is not an easy task. Absolutely. So next we go into the top ten. Yes. And they start dun, dun, off dun. the uh the top ten with a Motown week. 
And um, this is a, a song that I absolutely love. Um, there was, I mean, I love the original version. And then there was a Mary J. Blige and Method Man version that came out in the 90s that I absolutely love. Uh, this is the Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell song, You're All I Need to Get By. And I love Kelly's version of this. I mean, this is a tough song to sing because it's normally a duet. And so she has to pare it down. And I thought she did a stellar job. I think she did so great. But the one the one takeaway I had, which I can't ever unsee this, is she's like barely singing into the microphone. <laughs> you can tell she does not know what is going on or she's just so frazzled and she's just like, oh, my God, I'm on national television. Yeah. Which obviously would be very jarring for anyone. But she's like barely singing into the microphone. And I'm like, girl project like move your hand i don't know that's just my my one takeaway but no it was great and uh she did a great job on this and i think and they were all really nervous that first week totally. because I, they, if i'm not mistaken the the top 10 episodes those were the first live episodes correct yeah okay so obviously you're nervous if you're going to be in front of millions of people i get it but it's just so funny to watch i'm like kelly 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 <laughs> You need to sing into that thing so people can hear you and vote for you. Yes. She learned. She learned very quickly. Yes. Um, the following week, week uh, the next week is arguably like the best or one of the best of the whole thing. It is um, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like... Mic drop. The whistle notes. The mm -hmm. whistle notes. I think this. Re I mean, I think it was smart of her to do this so early on. So people would be like, I mean, granted, it was top nine. I can't say it was that early, but top nine. It really woke people up. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, if I were watching, that would have been like, all right, she won. Mm -hmm. Nothing else to do here. Yeah, and I remember seeing her in her audition and thinking to myself, okay, I and I've said this before on the podcast, I don't know who this girl is. I'm not really sure how you win this show, but I think this girl right here is going to win because she's a really excellent singer, and I and I just love her personality. I think it was around this time when she did Natural Woman that it solidified my thought because by this point, I've got it down. I understand how the show works and where they're going with it. This is what solidified me that she was going to win this show because you could just tell that she was a superior singer to everybody. And with all due respect to the other contestants, I mean, she was just on a, on a different level, even at 20 years old to all the other contestants. Yeah. Like no one else was hitting Mariah whistle notes before or after, even if they saw that and they were like, oh, well, I need to do, I need to do that. No one was doing that. And she really just set the tone for what the rest of the season was going to be like. It's like it's even though Callie and Justin were very close in the finale. Mm -hmm. she, it was it was a landslide. Yeah. In terms of performances. Yeah. Total landslide. So we go to uh, week seven, which is the 1970s week, and Kelly stays a little safe and sticks in her wheels, wheelhouse and with what she knows, and she stays with yet another Aretha Franklin song, and she does Don't Play That Song. And I, I got to say, I love this song, and I love when Kelly does it. Yeah, she... Um 
she sounds this is like the first time we've seen sort of like I don't want to say angry Kelly. It's not an angry song, mm-hmm. but it's very sassy. Yeah. First time America has seen sassy Kelly Clarkson. And this like this she has this growl to her. I love it. But it's I will admit it's a performance. It's a song that I n- never think about. Mm-hmm. Like someone will mention it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that performance. But rewatching it, because a lot of these I haven't watched in years. I and um it was a good wake up call to be like, damn, this is a good song. Mm-hmm. She sounds great. And she did this um Kelly Clarkson show during the quarantine, which was as I've said for the fourth time already, and we've all, we, ha- we, we haven't been on here very long. She likes to sing her favorites over and over again. So I think she yes. did a great job. Yeah, it's clear that she uh, she loves Aretha for sure. Loves Aretha. All right. As if we did not know that. All right. After that, we go to the top six. And this is the week that there, there's something I want to I've said it before, so it's not any sort of big. Uh, surprise! There's something I want to say about this week, but I'm going to save it until um, until we do our rankings. But uh, this was okay. probably one of the most fun weeks on the entire first season of Idol, and that is Big Band Week. And if you hear those two words, you already know the song that Kelly sang for the show that week. And she was the last singer of the night, and she does stuff like that there by the King Sisters. And just absolutely tears the roof off the place. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. Um, she was just in such a character. You can tell mm-hmm. like, she dressed the part. She was doing all these like vocal techniques, for lack of a better term, that are just so on brand with how the song is supposed to be. I didn't watch everyone else's performances from that night, but I don't know if everyone else was as creative and as in character as she was. Um, I will admit, like, if this were like her sound always, we I would not be here right now. Yeah. But I loved that it was a cool little nugget. Mm-hmm. It's very different. I did see it. She did do it once. She did this on the Piece by Piece store in New York. Um, I remember I had actually met her that night and I had mentioned something to her and she had told me that she didn't tell me what the fan request was going to be but she told me that there she was like there's not going to be one tonight it's kelly's pick oh and that was Ke- that was kelly's pick and i no one could could be mad about that because it was so so full circle to see it i love that so it was it's great it's a great it's it it really sets her apart from everyone else yes that's very cool i, I didn't know that story yeah oh surprise awesome all right, so uh, I mean, there's not much else to say about uh, the stuff like that. Their performance. It's by the way, that is the only performance from the entire series that I actually have the MP3 as part of like my music library, because nice. I, because I want her to perform that song again, and I would love a studio version. But you know, if if <sighs> wishes were whatever the saying is. All right. Oh my god, can we can can we get imagine if that were on karaoke? Oh, twenty years later, it'd be great. It'd be great. Woo! Uh, all right, we go to uh, the top five now. Kelly obviously is still a part of it. And this is, uh, this sort of makes me laugh because this shows that while by this point, American Idol is a juggernaut. It's a highly rated show. It's bringing in a lot of people, but it still doesn't have a lot of cachet in the entertainment industry. 
So when they bring guest mentors in, they're not, I mean, they're, they're, they're names, they're big names, but they're not contemporary big names. And so you wouldn't think that a show that's trying to really attract a lot of viewers would first go to Burt Bacharach, um, who does have an incredible song catalog and, and is, you know, uh, an excellent artist in and of himself, but not exactly the kind of artist that's going to draw in a lot of the youthful eyes to the show. <laughs> Either way, though, uh, this is the week that Kelly does a performance of Dion Warwick's Walk On By. And this is another one of those performances where I don't want to say she gets in the character, but it's a very like sassy and sultry performance. And another one that I just really, really love. This actually wasn't even the original song that she had chosen. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the song was, but I was watching the video earlier today and she had rehearsed with him and then like last minute just changed it up. Um, I like it. I think it's really good, but I like I it's probably middle of my list, mm-hmm. but I find it extremely forgettable and I always forget how it sounds like I can't even hear it in my head when I watch it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this, but it does not stay with me. Um, So I didn't find it to be the most memorable. Then or now. Yeah. Um, Ironically, though, Simon loved it. Yeah. And was like, you're going to be a star by the end of the show, no matter what happens. I'm like, well, Simon and I clearly don't have the same taste in music (laughs) (laughs) because he finds this memorable. And then. You know, which song was it that I said, um, save the best for last? I love and Simon hated. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't really have, have any uh, any other notes. Just good, but I couldn't tell you how how the song went. Sure, sure. Uh, by the way, we're, we're also leaving out any of the group performances because by this point in the show, they're doing nightly group performances. Like, I think they did a whole medley of Burt Backrack songs on that night we're obviously not going to be talking about those because you know what group performance i love what's that even though kelly's barely in it which really sucks california dreaming oh yeah that was uh that was one of the first uh group performances that they did as part of the top 10 i think yeah they were like outside at like like a like a campfire Mm -hmm. ah i don't know just get get all warm and fuzzy when i see that performance (laughs) anyway (laughs) <laughs> anyway, anyway. Let's go to the following week. Yes. Uh, now we're doing uh, 80s and 90s songs for the top four. We're down to Kelly, Justin, Nikki, and Tamira. And this is where uh, Kelly chooses an interesting song. Um, first of all, I forgot that this song was even an 80s song because it always seems like more of a 70s disco type song. Um, but uh, her first choice for the night was It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls. And I, hmm, how do I, I, li- I like it. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Um, it just, it seemed a little almost like cornball for me, for Kelly to sing it. Again, she does a great vocal, but this particular uh, choice was a little meh for me. Yeah, I I loved this one when I was a kid. Like I, I remember specifically, this was one of my favorites growing up. It's definitely not now. I think it's fun. She did a good job. She clearly sounds exhausted. Like her voice is not her best. Yeah. Um, she did not know the words. There were a lot of parts in the song that she was just missing, that she could not read the teleprompter mm-hmm. on. And I think 
because of that, I don't know if she was distracted, if she didn't feel well, if she just didn't know the song very well, it took away from it. Yeah. And I think that's why it, it it's going to be, it's not far down on my list, but it's not at the top. Yeah. Um, this had a lot more potential, but clearly it all worked out. Yes, it did. Now, this is also with the with the top four. This is the first week that they have them sing two songs. So Kelly does The Weather Girls first, and then she comes back later in the show and does I Surrender by Celine Dion. Your thoughts on the Celine song? So good. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who covers Celine and nails it deserves an award. Yeah. She's one of those artists. It's so difficult to cover. Um, but in the same boat though, she all, she also sounded exhausted, which is very difficult to hear. Like you, you, you feel bad, you're pulling through, you want them to succeed and you just hear the exhaustion or sickness in their voice. But I thought she, I thought it was incredible. What about you? I, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, you could tell that she struggled this week. In fact, I think this is the week that if, you know, it, I mean, obviously they wouldn't do this, these kinds of songs for like a finale, but if this were the last episode and the winner was decided on this week, Justin Guarini would have won because he won that totally. he won this night um, because mm-hmm. this is when we hear Justin do sort of what became his signature cover, which was get here by Alita Adams. And then he does uh PYT by Michael Jackson later in the night. So Justin had a much better night this night than Kelly did. But Kelly again is such a strong performer that I almost think by this point, reputation is carrying her, uh, through the show plus talent. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, I like this cover of the Celine tune. I think she did it justice. I think she did well considering what she was up against. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but it was not her, her best week for sure. No. And I, I think, and just to kind of go off your point, I think reputation had a lot to do with it. And I think you can speak for this. It was the relatability and just, getting so many fans because everyone could relate to her. People yeah. felt like she was their friend or like, what is it like? Oh, you think I'm the girl next door? You almost have some weird neighbors or whatever that quote is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Okay. So we get through the top four. Kelly is now into the top three. And again, we've got two performances on top three nights to decide who goes on to the finale. Uh, Kelly does, uh, Think Twice by Celine Dion. So another uh, Celine Dion song, which I was not familiar with. I I mean, I know Celine Dion's catalog, uh, catalog pretty well. Did not know this song. Uh, so I thought it was uh, it was interesting for me. And it because I'm not as familiar with this song, this song does not live very high on my list. Um, so I don't have a ton to say about it. I mean, it, it was a good performance. Uh, Her second performance of the night, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, this was the contestant and judge pick nights. So the contestants got to pick a song. The judges got to pick a song. And if I remember correctly, Kelly picks the Celine Dion song. The judges picked the song Without You. Uh, Most people know the Mariah Carey version best, uh, but the original was actually done by Badfinger. Um, And I think Kelly sings it more in the vein of Mariah Carey's version. And I really, really like her version of Without You. So as far as Think Twice goes, I'm in the same boat as you. I thought like it was fine, but very forgettable. And like, I didn't know the song very far down on my list because of that. Um, Without You, 
I thought it was hilarious how it's such a powerful song and such like a big power ballad. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a freaking t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> like it's so like such an emotion. And, and you know, every other week she was wearing like a dress or some sort of like fancy thing. This was just like, let's do the t-shirt and jeans week and, you know, wail on a power ballad. Yeah. It's funny. I heard the version by um, Harry Nilsson, I think, yep. um, the other day before we even knew we were doing this topic. I was in the car with my dad. I'm like, Kelly cover this. He's like, really? I'm like, on American Idol. And he was like, oh, interesting. That was my little story. Awesome. Um, I really like it. I think I think it was a smart choice for the judges to pick that for her mm-hmm. because, you know, it it definitely shows that they have high expectations of her. And I'd like to think that she exceeded them. Yeah. And I think by this point, you know, they they sort of know with the three singers that are remaining, Kelly, Justin, and Nikki, they they sort of know where each fits into sort of a, a I don't want to say a box, but they know sort of what categories they're putting them in because they give Kelly these sort of big singer songs. So you, you get, uh, or they have them perform because Kelly picked out the Celine song. So you've got her singing a Celine song plus a big power ballad. You've got Justin who is doing very like croonery, um, soulful singers, uh, because I believe he did uh, an Elton John song and an Al Green song. I don't remember which was the choice and which was Justin's. And then uh, Nikki, I believe, did was it a Stevie Nicks song? She did like rock women songs. I know um, she did. Uh, oh dang, what's the song? Um, Black Velvet. She does Black Velvet mm. by uh, a lot of miles. And then she does the Stevie Nicks song, and I the the song escapes me. I could look it up, but it's not important. Um, rest in peace, Nikki McKibben. Uh, but uh, so they have her, you know, pigeonholed as like the rock girl, and Justin's more of the like you know smooth soul singer, and Kelly's the wailer. Um, and I think that that worked definitely in Kelly's favor. Um, totally to where, you know, you could see it kind of coming from a mile away in the top three, that it was going to be Kelly and Justin in the finale. And speaking of which that takes us to the finale where all, uh, all of the contestants, uh, come back. They do all kinds of different, uh, performances together, but it's Kelly and Justin's show and they each get three songs. Uh, obviously they're both doing the, idol song so they're both going to do a moment like this and before your love and then um they do another song uh, i believe it was of their choice and this is where kelly once again brings back uh respect and justin brings back uh get here by alita adams and uh so i'll go through you know sort of each song um first one is a moment like this i mean this is this was the one of the moments that really won the show for Kelly, uh, her performance of a moment like this. I mean, you know, I can't imagine. I mean, I've heard Justin sing the song, but I can't imagine this being his song. So her performance of it, it was just so transcendent, so good. You just, it felt like it fit her and it, uh, it just felt right hearing her sing that song, Pam. Yeah. It's well, here's the thing. I like this performance. And just to preface with everyone, we're not talking about the when she sang it, like when she's like hysterically crying. Right. We're not talking about that. There was a different performance from the night before. Yep. Night before. And um, 
I thought it was really good. I will back you up on that. It definitely would not have been a song for Justin. It definitely fit Kelly, even though she doesn't really like it. I thought it was an, a really good performance, but I was not moved by it by any means. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, I'm going to no, say you, that. No, that's your, it's your but opinion. I, I Thank you. I will say, though, before your love, I – this might be a bold statement for me. I think that this performance of Before Your Love is better vocals than what is on the Thankful album. Interesting. Of that that song. I love this performance of Before Your Love. This was a to kind of go back about your MP3. Growing up, I listened I had this on my iPod, the Before Your Love ripped from YouTube, and I would listen to it constantly. I just think it's one of her best from from the whole season. Interesting. What are your thoughts? I, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing I never talk about. But what are your thoughts on that performance? I, I really like it. I, I thought that she, you know, she nailed the song. She sounds great. It's it's a, again, it's a perfect song for her voice. Um, I, It just I mean, of course, we're looking at it from a, a lens of 20 years later, and you can't imagine that song belonging to anybody else. But while, you know, it's not sort of the, the song that gets all the attention from the episode or even from the season. Because it's, I mean, technically, you know, they were given two songs as their singles and they they were both released as singles. You know, a moment like this is the coronation song. You know, it's the it's the big crescendo to the season. And that's the song that everybody remembers. Um, I, I mean, I guess maybe hashtag justice for before your love, because, <laughs> you know, it uh, it sort of gets forgotten as the other song yeah. that, you know, really launched Kelly's career. Uh, even though it's not the song that is most identified with Kelly winning the first season of Idol, uh, it's a yeah, it's a great performance. Uh, I don't, I would have to go back and and put the two next to each other, the the Idol version and the Thankful version. But uh, I, I'm look, I'm I'm not gonna hate on you for for making a bold statement like that because it was a very very good performance. Thank you. Now the last song that she did. <laughs> I didn't even really have a memory of, so I had to rewatch it, which is she did respect again. Yep. I did not enjoy this performance. It felt super karaoke and it, like she sounded fine, but like it was not like a big like vocal performance. It was very she like got the crowd and she was like, all right, everyone sing along. And I'm like, I get it. You want to get people involved because they're voting for you, but. The vocals from um, the semifinals were like light years better. Yeah. Light years. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I, I like the semifinal version much, much better um, than the than this version. In fact, I forgot even that she did it on the finale episode. So uh, it actually surprised me uh, to see that it was there. And so I had to rewatch it and see like what the story was with it and thought, OK, yeah, this is this is OK. I mean, you can see that she is definitely got her confidence. I mean, her confidence is about as probably high as it could be, uh, but she had maybe, and maybe it's because I do have such affinity for the semifinal version of the song, because that's when she really did seem like she was firing on all cylinders. I mean, even down to the point where, um, you know, they're doing the quick cuts on the camera and Kelly's nailing it. Like she knows exactly what camera to talk into or to sing into yeah. uh, when she's, you know, spelling the, spelling respect uh it you know she nailed that that whole thing and 
I think that's one of the reasons why that performance stands out more so than anything that she did in, in the finale. Yeah, I totally. So that wraps up our opinions, but yes. we still have to rank them. We do. Yes. All right. So we have a total of 17 songs that were performed. We are not going to rank the version of respect from Hollywood week. Um, just because it's a bit of a, a rarity and I really, I mean, do we really need to rank three different versions of respect in the same list? I don't think so. Yeah. Plus, I don't even know if I've ever seen it. Cause yeah. I, if someone knows where I can find it, feel free to send me a link. Yeah. I just feel kind of like an idiot. Cause I couldn't find it on YouTube. <laughs> All right. So we're going to rank uh, 16 of the 17 songs from the first season of American Idol. And Pam, do you want to just kind of go back and forth with each of our rankings? So we can, sure. we'll, each, we'll each do 16, then 15, and on the line? Sure. All right. Okay. We, you can start. Okay. My uh, my number 16 song is the performance of It's Raining Men. Um, wow. You really don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that I don't <laughs> like it. It's just, I mean, there were, I just thought the other performances were better. It was, it, it was fine. Um, it's just, you know, I don't know. There There is something about the song. I just didn't, I didn't love it for Kelly. And so I, yeah, I just, I kind of left it at the bottom of the list. It's, it's not one that I ever go back to. It's fine, but yeah, it's, it's not, not anything I think about. Yeah. Okay. My number 16 is the karaoke. I'm going to call it the karaoke version of respect from the finale. Wow. I, it wasn't anything special. Okay. Okay. Mm, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, my number 15 is the performance of walk on by um, again, you know, Good song, good performance. Just, you know, I just think there were so many other songs that um, that were superior. I think, again, by the time that Kelly was into the top six, top seven, I think unless she massively messed up, there was no way she wasn't making the final. That might be, you know, a out there statement to say, but. I think that the producer, I mean, look, it's a reality show. They want good television, but they also can see the voting behind the scenes. They know who's getting the votes. They probably knew by this point that it was Kelly and Justin who were getting all of the votes. So, cause I mean, Kelly, as we all famously know, never made it to the bottom two or the bottom three. She was never in one of the, Justin was in the bottom three uh, in, I think it was 1970s week. That might've been the one I don't remember for certain, but he was in the bottom three, um, uh, of one of those. It might, he might've even been the bottom two. So he might've just gotten saved, but at the same time, like they had to have seen like, look, this Kelly Clarkson girl is getting a ton of votes. She's, we need to make sure she sticks around. So I think that there was no way she wasn't making the final by like the top six or seven. Yeah, this was actually Walk On By was my number 15 as well. And um, I really liked it, but I just thought it wasn't the best song choice mm -hmm. that far in the competition. I think at that point, you, you needed to do something taking way more risks and something that's way more memorable. Yeah. All right. So my number 14 is Save the Best for Last, the uh, Vanessa Williams song. I, again, this is, and I, and I can't compare it to Kelly Clarkson of 2022. But it's not a song, I think, that really showcased Kelly's voice and her range. Um, it's a very pretty song. I think it, 
for her, I got to think it was a very easy song for her to sing. Um, so I don't give it a lot of credits, the wrong word, but I don't give it a lot of weight when it comes to the songs that really helped propel her to the favorite contestant in the minds of the judges and the, the public watching. Yeah. Uh, my number 14 is express yourself. And I just, we kind of already mentioned this. I think she did a great job at the audition, but it wasn't the strongest song to choose Mm -hmm. Madonna in general. She's a great entertainer, but like when you're thinking of a singing competition, you're not going to necessarily think to use a Madonna song. Yeah. Um, so I thought she went kind of safe here and that's the only reason why it's far down. I liked it, but not enough, not enough meat to it. Sure. Uh, that's sort of my same argument for my number 13, which is the Celine Dion song. Think twice. And I think it's just because it's such a, it feels to me like such a nondescript Celine Dion song. I mean, of, and we don't know, you know, at this point what they were able to clear, uh, we don't know what the the length of the song list that they had to choose from, how big that was, but it, it in all the songs in Celine Dion's catalog, you know, this one, uh, okay, yeah, um, but still, again, you know, you're never going to hear me say that she made she had a bad performance. Um, you know, there were there were weeks where she struggled, but still persevered. But this one for me was just kind of like, okay, what a what a interesting choice that I don't think I would have made. I mean, you could have me pick 20 Celine Dion songs for her to sing and I wouldn't land on this one at all. Yeah. My number 13 is at last. Um, I thought she was, I think the only reason why it's so far down the list is because it was so short, obviously for an audition, you're not going to be doing for two minutes, but it was just kind of hard to gauge. I think she sounds very pretty and very soulful with the high notes, but there wasn't much to it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard to rank a, I don't know, nine, 60 to 90 second audition higher up. Yeah. Very high up at least. Maybe. I don't know. I'm curious where it's going to land for you. Yeah. Um, uh, my number. T- You're like, it was number one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, my number 12 is, uh, is one that was already on your list. And that is the respect version from the finale. Um, it's still, you know, Kelly Clarkson doing Aretha Franklin. So it's, you know, better than a lot of what you're going to see out there. It's, I mean, this alone is better than a lot of what's on the radio right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little higher on my list than yours, but still, um, you know, not the definitive version of this song from the season. Not yet. My number 12 is one you also had on yours already. It is uh, It's Raining Men. I don't know. I, I loved this as a, when I was younger, and now that I'm older, and I'm like, this actually isn't one of her strongest performances. Yeah, in the slightest. And this was another one that was like pretty late in the competition, so you would have thought that there would have been a little bit more like oomph to it. But um, I'll I will give her some slack because she was clearly exhausted. Yeah. Uh, my number eleven. Uh, this is where express yourself. Uh, this is where this lands for me um, again. And I, I like how you put it. It's very hard to judge, a, you know, 60 second clip of a audition, you know, against everything else where, you know, she gets a, a 90 second to two minute song. Uh, it, it's hard to put this any higher than where it is. I, I thought it was a good performance. Again, 
you know, maybe I wouldn't go 20 songs in like I would Celine Dion, but if you gave me 10 Madonna songs, I don't think that this would be one that I would choose. Uh, I, I still would love to to pick her brain and be like, so why express yourself of of all the songs that you could have chosen? Why that one? Yeah. Was it one that she got like a, a, on a karaoke CD like she did yeah. for the the uh, demos? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, my number 11 is that one I think you already had on your list. That is Think Twice. Yep. Um, solely because it's not the most memorable and I don't really remember what it sounds like. And <laughs> that is not really a great sign of a performance. I, you know, I have the, the notes written down. Great high notes, but forgettable. Yeah. Sorry. All right. We get into our top tens and my number 10 is without you. Uh, just, I mean, I know she kind of leans this a little more towards the Mariah Carey sound of the song. Um, but it's still, I mean, I, I love when Kelly does Mariah. So this is, you know, an excellent version of the song. Um, I'm glad that, you know, her whole livelihood on the show didn't rely on this performance. Um, because, I mean, thankfully, you know, there were some other people that did not perform as well in their weeks. So, you know, it kind of, I don't want to say it saved her. Uh, but this was still, you know, a really good performance. Just, you know, not my all-time favorite. My number 10 is Save the Best for Last. And this would have been a lot higher, but I think she was so safe with her performance. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I know I, I genuinely do really enjoy it. I, it's definitely childhood for me, this song. Um, but there were, really weren't any risks taken here. Yeah. So I... Don't agree with Simon saying that he doesn't like Kelly off of this performance. I think it's very good, but I will. The reason why it's not higher up is because it's just there was so much more potential. Mm-hmm. So uh, my number nine is I Surrender, the other Celine Dion song on the list. Wow. I, yeah. I don't have a lot of notes on this one. Just again, you know, the whole of Celine Dion's catalog that was out there. And, you know, these were the songs that were chosen. And I'm not expecting her to, you know, do, you know, because you loved me or, you know, my heart will go on or anything. But uh, just, again, an interesting choice. Well, maybe maybe it's better for her to choose the songs that not as many people know. Yeah. I mean, so you know, there won't be as much as that comparison. You're right. Yep. I get that. So food for thought there. Um, my number nine is a moment like this from the... Not finale, but the night before the finale. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, it's we didn't even mention she forgot some of the words at the end. It's really I mean, that was like our our introduction to Kelly messing up the words. Yes. Um, like royally messing them up. So we love that for her. We love that for her. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a fine performance. It vocally sounded great, but I think she has done better versions of this live. So that's why I put it smack in the middle. Yeah. My number eight song is uh, the Etta James tune at last uh, from Kelly's audition. Um, I just, I mean, this was the song that I saw that I thought, Oh wow, this, this girl's really a talented singer. She could win whatever this show is. Um, And I just, I really, really love hearing her sing this song. It it helps that I really love this song. And, you know, I've heard a lot of different versions of it and a lot of singers sing it really well, but, um, it's it's a little extra special to hear Kelly sing it. Totally. Um, my number eight is You're All I Need to Get By. 
I just thought this was such a great performance as her like intro t- in the top ten. Mm-hmm. She just, I thought it was really smart. So I don't really have any other notes, but yeah, my good and job, uh, yes, uh, and that was uh, that's my number seven song uh, is "You're All I Need," and I, I agree with you again. I give her props for taking a song that is really you know shaped to be a duet. And she brought it into just being a solo tune. Um, just a great performance. Uh, one I really, really like. Uh, my number seven is Don't Play That Song. I just love when Kelly growls and I love when she's sassy. Yes. So that's just why I put it up this high. I have no other reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my number six is uh, Before Your Love from the finale. I have mine uh pretty high up here. I, I and look, yeah. it's it's a great version. Um, you know, I I was listening to your argument, you know, that it's better than the version that's on Thankful and I was kind of looking down at my list and I'm like, you know, can I bump this up? You know, where would I move it? And um I I, I didn't feel that I could move it any higher than I had it because there are some songs that she did that I do like better. Uh, but yes, it's it's an excellent performance and, you know, a uh, a, a big part of the reason why she won the show. Totally. Um, my number six is I Surrender. She just is, I think this is a great powerhouse. And I think out of all the Celine covers that she did, this was definitely my favorite. And this is one I think she performed the best. It's not easy to cover anyone, especially Celine. I know I just said that a few minutes ago, but I really think this was the best it's ironic because she's exhausted here and she's like i'm surrendering um kind of an ironic thing that like her voice sounds like it's about to give out but i really do enjoy it awesome all right uh into the top five now and this is where i have my version of respect from the semifinals um you know this is the one i think that really turned kelly clarkson into a household name I think this is the one that really got her on the map on the show. Uh, this is the one where, you know, America really said, okay, there's a lot of talented singers on this show, but that girl from Texas is really good and deser- deservedly so. I mean, she she knows how to sing Aretha, and it sounds like she always has. And mm-hmm. so uh, I very easily put this uh, at number five, and, and it could have actually been higher too. My number five is Before Your Love. It's funny. I actually, you know, if we're taking this in a moment like this, the actual album songs, I prefer a moment like this by Landslide. Uh But live, I think Before Your Love, it's, she's, the live version, she's able to show more emotion. I think the recorded version is a little bland. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, um, but so I think this, she obviously hasn't performed this live that much. Mm -hmm. Um, She probably hasn't performed this live since like 2003, if I had to guess. (laughs) And I'm assuming uh, if I have to, if I had to go on like setlist.fm, I'm sure it would not be up there very much. And uh, I'm curious to see what it would sound like now. Yeah. I, I, I wonder again, you know, as we approach the 20th anniversary of her win, I wonder if, you know, there's a chance that any of these songs could get the Kelly Oki treatment. I, I mean, I a moment like this, okay, yeah, that would be a, an easy song to pick. 
I mean, that song is. But everyone knows it. The yeah. general public knows it, so it could be really fitting, even though she's not super keen on it. But but it might be she a, did it for me- Mania Life tour. But it might be you know a nice surprise to bring out before your love, yeah. and you know, because it's a song that I think a lot of people have honestly forgotten about. Totally, I always forget about it just because I always skip it on the album. Yeah, always. All right. All right, you're number four. Yes, my number four is, uh, again, going back to Aretha Franklin and her version of uh, Don't Play That Song. I really, really love her version of this song. And, you know, I knew Aretha's catalog relatively well, but I was not as familiar with this song when I heard Kelly sing it. And it, I mean, it brought that song to the forefront for me for Aretha's version. And I have this version by Aretha on my my Apple Music, and it comes up actually quite often, and I love when it comes up. So, um, and honestly, I'd actually forgotten that Kelly had done this song because now I listen to the Aretha version so much. So it reminded me that uh, this was a really, really great performance from her for uh, for 70s Week. It's definitely not a performance many of the fans ever refer back to. Yeah. So that's probably why, like, I always forget it, it exists. Yeah. But it's a nice little surprise when you rediscover that. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four is Without You. I just think this is one of her best ballads from the whole season. Yeah? Just, yeah. I don't have any other notes. Mic drop. Really good. <laughs> um, it's so corny and so schmaltzy, but it works. Yeah. Um. My next uh, selection for my number three is keeping with the Aretha Franklin uh, theme here. I had three Aretha songs in a row. Uh, Natural Woman, uh, pretty easy to put this in the top three. Uh, totally. This is, you know, again, one of those songs that early in the competition, once they got to the live shows, you know, this song showed that Kelly came to play. You know, she came to take names and kick ass. <laughs> I know I said that backwards, but I mean, it, it showed that she was a serious competitor and that she had a legitimate shot very early on to win this competition. Um, you know, they, there was a lot of songs that people could have chosen from the sixties and there were, and I remember watching this episode and thinking that there was some interesting choices by some people. And like, I remember, I think, I think this is the week that Justin Guarini did Sunny, And I'm just like, what a weird choice for songs like this is I mean, I understand that, you know, the show's trying to be hip and, and appeal to young audiences. But what a weird choice of song for Justin to pick, even though they had to choose the 60s. But like Kelly just comes out and picks this absolute whaler banger of a song and just nailed it. Um, and, you know, she I mean, this was so good that. This song ends up on the Japanese version of Thankful. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Is it a recorded version or is it the Idol? I believe it's from the Idol tour. Don't quote me on that, but I think that might be what it is. Okay. Interesting. I have to go back and check that out. Uh, My number three is we're going to just stay on. We're going to stay with Aretha. My number three is Respect Mm -hmm. from the... Semifinals, it's the performance that most of us know. Most of us, not me, most of you were introduced to Kelly this way. Um, And I just thought it was a brilliant performance. And just hitting all those crazy high notes, I think she really paid good tribute to Aretha in this. 
Absolutely. Uh, my number two is the finale version of a moment like this. Uh, I just Ooh. think that, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, this was, this was Kelly's coronation. Um, you know, there are, there are two songs that really, you know, define Kelly Clarkson in the first season of American Idol. And I mean, I would even maybe say, uh, go down to you know three or four of them if you throw in some of the aretha songs but you know this song really solidified i think for me that america was about to make the right choice um and i and i don't think you know going into the finale that it was a complete lock that kelly was going to win because there was certainly i mean there was plenty of team justin out there but i think most people said you know, I like Justin Guarini, but it's going to be Kelly Clarkson that wins this show. And her performance of a moment like this just made it feel, I think it put everyone at ease. Like, okay, yeah, she can win this show because that was an excellent performance, even though, you know, it wasn't perfect. So my number two and your number one are the same, just because I'm like following and I'm keeping track. Mm -hmm. So we can just do this one together. So my number two, your number one is, not to ruin this for you, is stuff like that there. And it's just so unique. And it really proved the point that Kelly Clarkson can sing any freaking genre that there is. Anything that is comes her way, she does so well. Yeah. And this was one that none of us ever expected to hear from her. And we really haven't heard much since, obviously. But I'm so happy we have. Yeah, and and I didn't know this song prior to Kelly singing it, um, and I'm so glad that she did do it. And the the statement that I've made before, and that I was I was sort of hemming and hawing from making earlier because I didn't want to sort of say my big line of the episode uh, too early. But Kelly's performance of stuff like that there is the performance that won American Idol for her, and I will I will go to the grave thinking that and believing that that is the episode that won the show for her. Um, because it, everything that needed to happen happened. It was an excellent performance by the band. It was a perfect vocal by Kelly. She was doing things that the other contestants weren't doing. She was the final performance of the night. And so it was a clear, you know, it's five other people or I don't, I don't know how many, I don't remember how many people there were at that point left on the show, but it was all of those other people and Kelly, um, you know, this was, you know, this was the song that won her the show. A moment like this. Simon said Simon said that she had basically saved that that entire night. Yeah. Yeah, because they they were not super impressed with a lot of the performances that night. Um mm. and I really do think that, you know, there were a couple of big moments for Kelly. Respect was a big moment. Natural Woman was a big moment. Um, you know, aside from, you know, the finale, but Stuff like that there was just that moment where people went, wow, she's really good. And especially when you have a night when nearly every other contestant has an off night and then you come and you absolutely nail it again. And I'll say it again. This is the song. This is the performance that won Kelly the show. There was no way she was losing this show after that. At, at the very, very least, I will concede that there was no way she was not going to be in the finale. But, That's a fair statement. But yeah, but for me, there was no way she was losing this show after that performance. So I, I guess I'll just reveal my number one at this point. Um, yeah. it, it, I, I chose nat, uh, Natural Woman as my number one. 
I think stuff like that there showed how diverse she is and how you can literally throw her into anything and she will succeed. Natural Woman, in my opinion, is her strongest vocal of the whole season. Yeah. Because stuff like that there isn't necessarily like a song where she's going to be belting out and like projecting crazy. She is using different like singing methods i guess Mm -hmm. whereas natural woman is like a solid ballad and she is just projecting throughout the whole theater and the whistle note i thought the whistle note could be the moment that made her win wow do we have a do we have a debate here that's fine yeah we can, we can put. We will go to social media yeah, and ask y'all. What do you think? Put the poll out there. Which which was the crowning moment for Kelly? The natural woman whistle note or the performance of stuff like that? There. Whew! All right. I mean, well, but we have, uh, but that that song does have a lot of quintessential Kelly Clarkson between the whistle note and the growl, like right next to each other, essentially. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's an excellent excellent performance. It's so good. All right, team. That about does it for our um, wrap-up of uh, Season 1 American Idol Kelly Clarkson's performances. Yes. In celebration of next week, September 4th is going to be her 20th anniversary of her winning American Idol. So celebrate however you'd like. Yes. On September 4th. It is a weekend. It's a Sunday. Heck yeah. Have fun. Watch all of Kelly's performances performances and uh, <laughs> i don't know what else you do how else do you celebrate yes just celebrate however you care to celebrate yes listen to her entire d- discography after that sure You'll be there for like seven hours <laughs> but probably more than that uh but either way yeah it, it's a very exciting time you know it's it's a time that we can all be very grateful uh for american idol for you know bringing Kelly to the forefront and, and bringing all of us as fans together, yeah. you know, making it a, a place that we can have this podcast to talk about her career uh, over the course of the last 20 years. I'm very excited for what the next 20 years uh, and more are going to hold for her. And, you know, we're all about celebrating that. And so we're going to be doing that next week in our uh, sort of season, uh, season two finale, 100th episode, spectacular. And, uh, anniversary episode for Kelly Clarkson's win on American Idol. And I wish I could tell you that we intentionally uh, lined the stars so that this all happened at the same episode, but uh, we didn't. It just sort of happened that way. And uh, we were pretty excited when we figured out that it was all going to land on the same episode. So there were uh, some big expectations uh, laid for us when it comes to next week's episode. So, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss Into Podcast. If you listen to us on Apple, please consider leaving us a rating and review. And same thing on the Spotify app. You can also leave us a rating there as well. We will be back next week with a very, very exciting episode celebrating Kelly Clarkson's 20th Idol anniversary. So, make sure you tune in then. And until then, have a good week. See you guys. Bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. 
Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com. 